Hey friend, what's up? My name is Christy and welcome to Awaken the Extraordinary. If you are tired of surviving, if you are ready to thrive, if you are willing to get curious about yourself, about others, if you are willing to look at the world and other people and yourself with an open heart and an open mind, then this is the place for you, okay? So stop whatever you're doing, or you can multitask too, like that's cool with me, and give this episode a listen, okay? So I wanted to talk about feedback. And when I say feedback, I think of that Janet Jackson song. Um, It's really good. And then Ellen used to use it in like her feedback segment on her show. Anywho, I wanted to talk about feedback and why we may or may not share it. So I had a couple of situations recently um, where I was like chomping at the bit to give some feedback. So the first was in regards to my son's sleep study that we had done last week. And the tech initially was okay, but then as the night went on and then really like in the morning when the sleep study actually ended, it was awful. Um, she just barged in at like four 45 said, okay, the sleep study's done. It's time for you guys to go. We need to start taking all of the wires off of your son. He was in like a super freaking deep sleep and less than 30 seconds after she barged in, she was like trying to take the wires off of his head that were attached to his head with glue. And my son's crying and I'm not like, I'm not exaggerating in terms of the lapse of time um, or how much time had elapsed. That didn't sound right. I can't even imagine waking up from a deep sleep and not even being fully awake and having all of these wires and everything pulled off of you. Like I was telling him, I'm like, buddy, I'm so sorry. I know this is not a good way to wake up. And it took a long time because there was glue attached to the wires that were attached to his head. And then he had wires attached to his chest and his legs. And he had wires like on multiple spots on his face, but to remove the wires from his head, you needed to soften the glue. So she's taking these cold ass alcohol swabs and putting them on his head. And I mean, he'd only been awake, like maybe a minute at that point. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like my son is four. And it was weird because the night before she had said, we need six hours for the sleep study. So once the six hours are done, you guys can go home or you can stay until he's like fully awake. So I was very confused when she barged in at 445. I was like, okay, sleep study's done. You guys can go. And like, literally kicked us out. And so I was just really upset. That's already like kind of a traumatic event for my son, like as it was. And as I imagine it is for many children, his age that don't fully understand what's going on. And then to just be treated that way and really like have my son 
treated with such like disregard and disrespect, like it really pissed me off. And I was thinking if she's acting this way with us, we're likely not the only people she is acting this way with. And if you want to act like this within an adult, I'm still not okay with it, but at least like they understand what's going on. These are kids. Like we're in a world renowned children's hospital. This is Rady's children's hospital in San Diego. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So we left and I was just livid. Um, yeah, I I was just really pissed off in case you didn't know. (laughs) So I told my husband, I said, I am going to call and I am going to let them know. I don't know if this is their process, but I mean, our really, the majority of our experience was subpar. Um, Like I said, she was okay initially at the beginning, but then like he had to use the bathroom. She told us to try to flag her down. We tried to flag her down for about five minutes. We, there was like no response. So then I just unhooked the machine and we kind of caravaned with the machine to the bathroom. And then the room was like 66 degrees and it was just not a good experience. And then every time she came in, in the middle of the night to like adjust something, she barged in as though everybody was already awake. Like there was no, like kind of coming in delicately, like, Hey, we need to adjust his, his wires or the nasal, whatever they were. Like, it was just like, Hey, I need to come in and I need to adjust like his wires. I'm coming in. I need, and I was just like, Okay. It was just so jarring. And so I told my husband, I said, I don't know if this is their process, but I kind of think this is a very individual specific thing. Um, at least in terms of her approach, if she had approached it differently, it may have sat differently with me. And so I told him, I said, if she's acting this way with us, she's likely acting this way with other people. And especially because it's involving children, like that just doesn't sit well with me. And so I am going to call them and I am going to give them my thoughts. And I am going to do that tomorrow. I also yesterday, and my dog was freaking out because the dog was walking by. So I had to go put her outside. So as I was saying yesterday, I went to a dermatologist. It was a dermatologist that I've been to many times. And, um, my appointment was at two 45 and at three 37, I remember specifically because that's when I texted my husband, they finally took me back into my room and I had planned to take two hours off in the afternoon, come back, work for an hour. And I thought I would be done around, you know, 530-ish. And um, that didn't happen. (laughs) Um, So I got there at like 2.30 and filled out some paperwork and then was just like, what is going on? It allowed me to write my caption for my Instagram post, 
but I was just like, why is this taking so long? And nobody at any point came up and said like, look, she's running really late. Would you like to reschedule? There was nothing, nothing along those lines that happened. So, you know, I'm sitting there just like, okay, it's going to be any minute. It's going to be any minute. And just about like when I was like, okay, like I've, I've had it, like, I'm going to go up and ask how much longer it's going to be. They called me in. And then when I was in there with the assistant, I was going through the things that I wanted to cover with the doctor. And by the time the doctor came in, I was kind of rattled. Like it was 10 minutes later and I was showing her something like it was in my groin area. Okay. And, um, I guess, you know, from watching Dr. Pimple Popper, it's a small lipoma, um, which my doctor confirmed, not like you care, but anyway, so, um, she like had me seated and I was like, you know, it's seriously like right where my leg and my groin, like meet do you want me to stand up? And she's like, no, no, but she keeps like pulling my leg down. And I'm just like, Okay. So then she's looking at my face and she goes, you have some acne scarring. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, we could do something about that. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And she kept pressing the issue and I didn't appreciate that. And then she kind of rushed out. And so I didn't get a chance to like, talk about the other things that I wanted to talk about. And I told my husband, I said, it was really an awful experience there too. Like her bedside manner just sucked. And I didn't appreciate that she was like so late. And um, I'm like, I hope they send me a survey. And so this morning they sent me a survey and I completed it. And as I was doing that, I was thinking about just the whole act of feedback and how I feel so many women are adverse to giving feedback if it's not glowing reviews. And I started thinking about why that is. And I think it's because women have this fear of being perceived as being mean, as being rude, as being considered a bitch. If we're anything less than nice and polite and accommodating. And I'm not on board with that. I believe that if, if we are the recipient of a service, or if we are choosing to spend our money on a product, or if we go out to dinner or something along those lines and the service that we get sucks, if the product breaks or doesn't last as long as they say it's going to last, I believe that feedback, (laughs) I'm laughing because at my last corporate job, they're like, feedback is a gift feedback is a gift when it was like performance review time. And I'm like, I get it. Nobody wants to hear that they suck. Like I I get that. But I also believe that you can present feedback in a way that is constructive, is polite, 
is not looking to make someone feel like shit is not looking to throw someone under the bus, but just saying like, Hey, this was my experience or this was my expectation of the product or the service. And this is what actually happened. Like, this is what I actually experienced. And I think it's important for you to know, because if you care about the service you're providing, if you care about the product you're making, if you care about the experience you're creating for someone, you should want to know my thoughts. Like You should. And so when I'm providing feedback, I feel like one, I am doing it for that service provider or for the manufacturer of that product, but I'm also doing it with the intention of helping other people so that other people don't have the same crappy experience that I had or that my son had. And I feel like when you're looking at what your intention is behind giving this feedback, I feel like that does matter. If you are simply looking to provide feedback to get someone fired or to throw somebody under the bus or to just make life hell for somebody, I'm not on board with that because I don't like that's not coming from a good place. That's not coming from like a well-intentioned place. But when you're looking at making something better, maybe highlighting something that someone isn't already aware of, I think it it is valuable. And I think about like men versus women and how if men have feedback or like share their thoughts on something, it seems like a majority of the time they don't give a second thought to sharing their thoughts. They just share their thoughts and it is what it is. But women, I feel like so often we're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to piss anybody off. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to spit in my food. You know, like whatever it is, there's all this like angst that we create for ourselves. And it's like, let's, can we just like stop that? First of all, there shouldn't be a difference. If you're a man or a woman, feedback is feedback. And it shouldn't be received and perceived differently because you're male or female, but to some degree it is. But I think the more comfortable we as women become in sharing feedback, the more common it will become. And maybe like all of the negative connotations that are associated with that will start to kind of fade away because not everyone is going to think that we're nice regardless of what we do. And I don't think it's our job to be nice. Yes, we want to be nice, kind human beings, but I don't think the fear of how people perceive us should dictate how we show up in the world. And I think, like I said, intention in in providing feedback plays a big part in, I think, actually doing that. But I think, too, there's also a diplomatic and tactful way to get your point across. And I think, you know, you can be a total asshole about it. Or you can just say, look, like, 
I'm sharing my experience and I'm being very frank with you, but I'm sharing this because I didn't enjoy my experience and I don't want anyone else to feel the way that I did. And so I know like I have certain friends that when I share my thoughts about something, or if I ask to speak to someone, they're just like appalled. But then I look at them and I'm like, I think you're too nice. I think people walk all over you because you don't share your thoughts. Like you might share your thoughts with me, but you don't share them with people that actually matter. You don't share them with people that actually have the ability to change something about what it is you didn't like. I also think it's important that when someone is doing something awesome or someone goes out of their way to make your experience great, I think it's important to acknowledge that too. Because when people, it's kind of like a dog getting treats, right? Like it's that positive reinforcement. When someone's doing a good job, it's nice for them to know that they're doing a good job. It's nice for them to know that what they're doing is appreciated, is valuable. I had someone last week basically say something along those lines to me. And one, it made my day. And I really do try to provide a high level of service to the people that I work with in my day job. And knowing that someone views me as their bright spot, it told me that what I'm doing and my approach is working, at least for this person. And if I can make some aspect of their life a little bit easier and they look forward to talking to me, even if it's about stuff that's like employment related and potentially complicated, that makes me feel good. And so people knowing that they're doing a great job, it gives them an extra boost. And it also gives you a boost knowing that you gave them a boost. And then it has this positive ripple effect, which I think the world really needs right now. Plus, if you are sharing something with like a service provider or the manufacturer of a product and you're like, I love this, like, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for making this product and sharing your thoughts about why it's great. Maybe that will like actually trigger like a different thought, which may then create a different type of product or a different type of service. They can continue to build upon that momentum because they're getting positive feedback. So like, Hey, this is working. Why don't we try this on top of this? And I think it's really easy to just get like tunnel vision when it comes to our life, when it comes to the services that we're receiving, the products that we buy and not share our feedback, but our feedback, like it matters. It makes a difference. And yes, this episode is primarily about sharing feedback when something isn't going well, but I think it's also important again to acknowledge things that are good, that are great to acknowledge people that are going above and beyond 
to acknowledge people who brightened your day. But I want to remind you that it's absolutely acceptable to share feedback about an experience or a product or service that you received that was very much below what your expectations were. And I think it's okay to do that in a diplomatic and tactful way, knowing that your intention behind that is really educating the people on what isn't working and why it isn't working. Knowing that in you sharing your feedback, there's a high probability that that will initiate change that will then allow people like you to have a different experience or to have an improved product. There's nothing wrong with sharing feedback. And just because we're women, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be doing that. It doesn't mean that our voice doesn't matter or shouldn't matter because it does. And if someone perceives you as a bitch or as rude or mean because you share your thoughts about something, then let them. You can't control how people perceive you anyway. And as long as you act with integrity and act with respect, that's all that matters, really. If you can put your head on the pillow at night, knowing that you acted in alignment with who you are and your personal value system and your intention behind sharing feedback about something that was less than stellar, was coming from a place of love, a place of trying to improve something so that someone else didn't have the shitty experience or receive the crappy product that you did. That's what matters. People are going to think you're a bitch or mean or rude, regardless of what you say or do. So just let them. There's that quote that's like, what what other people think of you is none of your business. And it's really true because what other people think of you doesn't change who you are. So if you've been wanting to give feedback in the past and you've been hesitant to do so, I really hope that this episode encourages you and helps you summon up the courage that you need to do that. Because I am fairly confident that your desire to share feedback is coming from a well-intentioned place. And that's all we can ask. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. If you liked this episode, I would love to know. You can send me a DM at Awaken the Extraordinary on Instagram. You can send me an email at K-R-I-S-T-I, Christy at awakentheextraordinary.com. If you know of someone that you think would like this episode, please share it with them. You can share it on your stories and Instagram and tag me. And if you do, I will send you a personal thank you. If you are a regular listener of the podcast and you have not hearted it or followed it on Spotify or subscribed on Apple and left me a review, I would greatly appreciate it if you did. And if you do, please let me know. If you write a review, please let me know because I want to thank you for that personally. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. And I encourage you to stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. 
and I will talk with you soon.